0: I have just a little bit of time to help you to understand some things about what lies ahead. You never get ahead until you get through, you never get above until you come from up under. will never go further until you go as far as you can go where you are right now. And so as we anticipate a 2024 year in the Lord, and it's going to be in the Lord. I want to just share with you just one or two things. I have a whole list here, but just one or two things that 2023 has taught me. And perhaps you might bear resonance with it. One of the things is that 2023 taught me is to learn to love God's process. Amen. I've always known that God had a way of doing things versus my way of doing things. I've always known this is not breaking news, Bishop, that the world has a way of doing things. And I've always known that that is always juxtaposed from the way that God does things. And so this lesson did not come as a surprise to me. Except for this one variable about the process love it. Love God's process. Most of the time, when we are being sanctified, anybody? been sanctified or you're becoming sanctified. I know they don't, I know the church don't talk in those terms anymore. That's, that's not popular for megachurch. Because sanctification uh, is, 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 not, is, is not marketable for the 21st century church. Because that means that there are some standards that you must lift while the world is letting them down. And therefore you don't really get members when you preach sanctification today. (laughs) But I understand that in the process of being sanctified, you have to slow down your expectations. And take upon yourself the virtue of patience. Anybody, when you got saved, God taught you how to wait? Because one of the things that the world offers us is quick, fast, and easy. Some of your worst relationships. Let me retract that. Let me redact that. Let me revise. All of your worst relationships came quick. You got it fast because you were in a hurry. And so in the sanctification process, you learn patience, which is a discipline. And I would suggest that patience in God is the highest order of discipline and so you get to this point where you finally it takes you a little while but you finally confess I'm willing to wait I'm willing to wait with a whole lot of hesitance some of you all have been dancing I'm willing to wait And I'm willing to wait is different, Minister Jazz, from this other confession, I trust you. Oh, y'all not saying nothing. I'm willing to wait sounds good to God, but I trust you. Sounds like faith to God and without faith it is impossible yes. to please God yes, it is. and so I don't want to just make God feel good about me I learned in 2023 that it is my job to make God feel certain about me yeah. Y'all tired already? I don't have any time to waste playing this maybe I will, maybe I won't game with God anymore. And what happened was in 2023, it brought me into a greater expression of love with God. after all this time, I'm still falling in love with Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. Anybody out here a witness to that? After all this time, I'm still learning yeah. things about my savior. Yeah that's causing me to fall into a deeper relationship. Somebody say it's giving, it's giving, it's, it's giving. And that's one of the things that God did in 2023. God gave to me. <laughs> Uh, but it wasn't necessarily checks and it wasn't necessarily this and it wasn't necessarily material things because you get to a place in your faith journey where materialism doesn't matter as much. You realize that is a simple thing to God. God has houses and cattle on a thousand hills. Uh, the material things come and materialize things go and so when I say it's giving I'm talking about something that money cannot buy and it is God's patience and God's process when you say I trust you it's so different than I'm willing to wait there's the engagement of this expression of love Uh, I learned to love God's process. In other words, I learned to lean into it and whatever God sends my way, I learned that he made me strong enough. He made me wise enough. He made me. Uh, he made me better. He made me best to go through the storms that God blows by my way. And therefore, when I deal with adversity now, instead of worrying about it, instead of stressing about it, instead of being anxious about it, I've learned to start thanking God in the midst of the beginning of the storm so that by the time I get in the eye of the storm, I'm all the way in a fit of praise and worship because if the storm is coming, that must mean a brighter day is next. Oh my God, y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You have never seen a storm last always. I know that's not breaking news to you, but I want you to think about it. You have never seen a storm last always. You have never seen a storm that was storming in the night, and by the time the morning came, it was still going. Uh, After the storm, the sun will rise again. That screams That says to me that if God was bold enough to tear some things up, then God is going to be dignified enough to put them back together. And one thing about it, he might use broken pieces. But when the master of the sea (laughs) and the author of the winds and the waves finishes writing your story, oh my God, he will always bring you through a bitter experience with better blessings. Tell your neighbor if God tore some things up this year, tell them there's no doubt about this 2024 God is gonna put them back together some of us are grieving that's all right keep going through some of us are hurting that's all right keep going through Some of us are lonely that's all right just keep loving the lord some of us have been cheated we've been lied on we've been abused we've been traumatized but one thing about it your current condition is not your conclusion Don't you ever think that the storm is gonna stop right there. Glory to God. Tell your neighbor, you're just being processed. Ah, help me Holy Ghost. You're just being processed. You are a masterpiece in the making. And in the middle of 2023, when it seemed like the bottom dropped out and it seemed like it was gonna be the worst year of my ministry. God, step back in on time and let me know I'm conducting this symphony. person that's running this score and if I put you through it I can bring you out of it and you'll be better than you were before you went into it after that you have gone through the fight Oh my God. You can't say amen if you haven't gone through anything this year. But can I get some people that's been in the heat this year? Can I get some people that's been under fire this year? Can I get somebody that's been under pressure this year? Can I get somebody that's had to fight your anxiety this whole year? I want you to know that I'm talking to you right now after you have gone through the fire he shall bring you out pure as gold. Oh my God, hallelujah. Uh, yeah, my Sit down. Patience and love are both virtues. Oh God, I think. you. I said, patience and love are both virtues. Some of you all are mad that you're not in love. God says it's because you're not in patience yet. You can find somebody to love you tonight. But are you old enough and wise enough yet to realize, I don't want that, I want not love me long time. And anybody that's willing to jump on it tonight is only thinking about it in the moment. I to love God's process. And in this what has to happen uh, Minister Brown is that my arrogance your arrogance had to get out of God's way. (laughs) Oh my God. I I, want to talk to some prideful people. Huh? You got to get out of God's way. I didn't say you got to like God's process. You got to love God's process. Oh God, I thought it was going to happen another way. But I still love you this way. I don't even have to think about praising you in it. I'm going to praise you without even thinking about it. Because I realize your ways higher than my way. Yeah. And so this is how it looks like. This is how it looks like. This is you. God tell me your will. This is you. God tell me what's best for me. In the midst of that sweet little prayer this is your action. You over here working on what you think is best. Right. Right. God right. tell me your will, but your actions, you're over here working your will at the same time. Your arrogance is displayed through your actions. You might come to church, but you're still arrogant. When it comes to God, you might get your shout now, but I talked to a whole lot of shouting people this, this year. I counseled a whole lot of shouting people this year, Bishop, that still was going to do it their way. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, you can't say it, but I'm going to say it. Yes, I did. I talked to a whole lot of praising people that prayed God will you show me the way but you never planned to go that way oh my God you don't love God's process you are still working on your will in the midst of asking God what is his will And you'll never get the will like that. And so I learned how to love God's process, which means I might see a way, but I got to shut that down. Tell your neighbor, I don't know what you got going, but you might want to shut it down. If it's not in God's plan, tell them, shut it down. Yeah. If, 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 it's, if it's all dependent on you and your strength and your dime and your dollar, shut it down. God is never going to do anything for you that you can do for you. Oh, that's a word. That's a word. That's a word. That's a word. Hallelujah. And so, in realizing this, it taught me how to shift. And I'm conflicted right now. Because God said something that I don't really want to say. And so when I, when I, when I wrote this a few weeks ago, I remember struggling to type it. And then I said, you know what? Let me get up off of it. I'm just, I'm just writing what God is saying. And then I came back to it in preparation for tonight. And I looked at it and I said, God, you are you serious? I don't want to offend the saints tonight. I'm, I'm really not setting you up. This is a real conversation. God said, what did I say? I said, okay. And so when I committed to say it, I said, no, God, you got to cover me because I got some people from the old school church that's gonna say, how could you use your pulpit to talk like that? God said, I ain't worried about covering you. The word covers you. And so over in Philippians chapter 3, verses 7 and 8, can you put that on the screen? I didn't even tell them. Can you put that on the screen as fast as you can get to it? If you have it in your Bible, Lord, if you have a Bible, you might want to get your little pen out and just circle it. Just circle it. We're going to look at it in the screen. We're going to look at it corporately, but just, you're going to need to refer to this scripture later on in life. It says here, hmm, Philippians chapter 3. Uh, Yeah. Hallelujah. This is Apostle Paul talking to the church at Philippi. Uh, matter of fact, can you, we start at verse five, six? Yeah, just put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at verse six. Look at verse six. Apostle Paul says these things concerning zeal. People have been persecuting our church. People have been touching the righteousness, which is in the law, blameless. Apostle Paul was helping them to realize all the adversaries that the church was up against. Sound familiar? Yeah. Church is trending all over Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram because adversaries, just like they were over 2,000 years ago, are still coming after our faith. And so Apostle Paul says, but what things were to gain, were gained to me, I counted those a loss for christ anybody lost anything this year and it wasn't because the devil took it (laughs) it was because you took yourself from the devil oh y'all ain't saying nothing to me (laughs) hallelujah Amen. And it says here, let's read. Yes, doubtless. hmm Read. Uh-huh. But
1: lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus
0: my Lord. I count all things as loss. But if you look in another translation, he said, and some of you all are endured enough in the word to have read this translation. I count those things as Uh dung. Anybody other than me and Warren heard it put like that? In another translations I count those things as as dung. Paul said the stuff that the enemy is doing against the church he said if I end up losing some people because of it I will count it as dung and I heard the Holy Ghost tell me to tell you you are going to go through some messy situations, but you got to learn how to shift with it.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not going to fight. I'm just going to shift. I'm not even going to cuss them out. I'm just going to shift. I'm not going to the insane hospital because somebody lied to me about how much they really love me. I'm just going to learn how to shift with it. Get up and tell three people you ought to learn how to shift this year. With dawn come your way. Just with it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's right there. done I, I, I know you don't know everybody in here but some of you all were prayer partners through some of the hardest times this year go and find your prayer partner and tell them it's time to get over it tell them it's time to shift it's time to get the scent out of your nose. It's time to shift. Tell them we prayed, and now it's time to keep moving forward. And I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm I'm sorry. I'm going to first Peter, second Peter. Yeah, shift with it. Shift with it. Shift with it. Can I still be your pastor? I counted as dung. Over. Second Peter I I come to celebrate tonight because if I hadn't shifted I might not be alive. Over, over in Second Peter chapter 1 This very powerful passage of scripture provides inspiration for our new year. Paul has addressed us. Ah, Hallelujah. And now Peter picks up his pen and has something to put on it yeah Peter is not the same Peter that you met right. that did not have any patience before when oh, see
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we meet Peter as a shifter now. Yeah. And because Peter learned how to shift, God elevated him. Peter establishes his authority in the beginning of this chapter. Peter, an apostle now of Jesus Christ. It is crazy that Peter could be an apostle because Peter was a fighter. Peter was the one who cut the ear of the officer with no questions asked when they came to arrest his Savior? Because Peter had not shifted out of his worldly self yet. And Jesus had to put his ear back on and tell Peter, calm down. That's a process. And you're gonna soon be an apostle and if I don't heal this man with his ear your apostolic anointing won't make sense oh my god that's a word for everybody who made a mistake I said that's a word for everybody who made a mistake this year God came right behind your mistakes and fixed them and covered you Literally, <laughs> it's now an apostle. And Peter speaks to us, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Peter said, I know Jesus according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us to glory and virtue. I don't like to just do a whole lot of pontificating in the text. So forgive me for doing this because I like to preach so plainly that the babies can understand but let me just speed you up whereby Peter says are given unto us and you can understand this God has given us exceedingly great and precious promises that these promises by them you might be partakers of God's divine nature divine nature is born again Let me say that again. Divine nature. Not nature, but divine nature. Uh, 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 Who was it that asked Jesus, how can I be born again? Nicodemus. Jesus was talking this born again talk and Nicodemus said, okay, I believe you, but I'm going back in my mother's womb and I'm coming back out. And Jesus said, no, 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 no. This is going to happen by the spirit. Tell your neighbor, the spirit is giving to take over your life. That's Shia. Amen. I don't want to get caught up there, Devontae, but something divine is getting ready to happen. Nature and divine nature is two different things. (laughs) Peter said, you are about to partake in divine nature, and he says these, that God is doing this because you will escape the corruption it's almost like he wrote this in the 21st century that is in the world through lust anybody struggle with lust this year oh my god tell your neighbor you're gonna escape you're gonna escape it can't have you always. Peter said, and beside this, giving all knowledge, giving all beside these things, give all diligence. Everybody say all diligence. Peter said, add to that faith, add virtue to it and add to your virtue, knowledge and add to your knowledge temperance and add to your temperance patience we just talked about that and add to your patience godliness and add to godliness brotherly kindness and add to brotherly kindness love we just about see it. for all these things be in you if somebody say if if these things be in you and abound which means they continue to grow in you they will make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he who lacks these things will be blind. He who lacks these things will forget that he was once purged from his old ways. And verse 10 says, wherefore the rather, brethren give diligence to make your calling and your election sure. For or if you do these things you shall never fail a few days ago a few uh, a week and a half ago i brought you into the knowledge of this right here actually it was about 3 weeks ago i helped you to understand that for what is coming ahead of you you have lost the right to fail can you get up and tell somebody you have lost the right to fail just just 10 seconds Oh good God Almighty As we go Tell somebody you lost the right You lost the right to fail Peter Said it in the NLT version Brothers and sisters Work hard To prove that you are really Among those God has called and chosen Do this and you will never fall away. The word for 2024 is tied to your work. This is the year where you cannot be lazy because laziness will breed failure in your life. But I heard the Lord say that this year is going to be the year where we stand on kingdom business. This is the year where we are standing on kingdom business. Simplified. I heard the Lord say in 2024, it's time to work his will. Can you get up and tell everybody, happy new year. Now work his will. Go and touch everybody. The clock. struck 12 happy new year but it's time to work his will happy new year happy new year I'm standing on Christ a solid rock The ground is singing sing. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! But it's time to go to work. I said happy new year. But it's time. It's time. It's time to go to work. Hallelujah. When you get through greeting your last person, can you tell God I'm willing to go to work?
1: Huh? I'm willing. I'm willing to go to work.
0: Hallelujah. as I go to my seat, so we can celebrate 2024, I need to just bring you just for a brief second into the knowledge of Nehemiah's story. I will expound upon this in the days and weeks to come, but I can't talk about working his will without uh, helping you to know how Nehemiah got it done. When King Sanballat heard that Nehemiah took the remnant of Israel who had been kicked down and enslaved, people who had been pressed down, kicked down, knocked over, people that had bruises on them, lashes on their back. When King Sanballat found out that Nehemiah had gathered them up and started putting the will of God in their mind, King Sanballat said, we got to stop him. Nehemiah has started building the wall. And it was the most unpopular thing that anybody could do because the walls of Jerusalem had already been torn down. And there were other prophets, but nobody wanted to touch the rebuilding work. Nehemiah heard God say rebuild, just like God told some of you in your families to do the very thing that nobody else in your family was willing to do. Nehemiah heard God and he started gathering the remnant together and that's one thing I realize about God. He never uses the qualified. He uses the unqualified. He don't need 30,000 in his army. God can just use 300 to fight 30,000. Nehemiah gathered some willing workers together, and they started rebuilding the wall. And in the midst of rebuilding the wall, Nehemiah, Sanballat sent a letter, and said, I heard that you're rebuilding the wall, so you can fight us. Nehemiah said, this ain't nothing but lies. And I'm gonna tell you something, if 23, 23 taught me something, it taught me how to get ready for the next lie tell your neighbor you better get ready to be lied on you better get ready to be talked about you better get ready to be mistreated And don't matter how good you are to people there will be people that don't like how good God is to you and let me tell you God is getting ready to be real good to you your story is going to be so good you're going to be worth lying on You're going to be worth lying about. You're going to be worth writing about. It don't matter how good you are to people. There are people that can't handle the fact that God is going to be good to you. Slap somebody and say, he's been real good to me. They' uh-huh. yep, by. But Nehemiah heard the lies. and he said, "I gotta keep working God's will. And then when it didn't work to Nehemiah, they started working on Nehemiah's workers. and they started turning Nehemiah's people against him. So the people outside the work was turning against him and the people inside the work was turning against him. Now Nehemiah is under pressure from all sides, but God said a word to him, Nehemiah, you're about a good work. Whatever you do, don't come down now. And I want to prophesy to 12 people in this room, work while it's day. Because the night hour cometh when no man can work. I know people don't understand you right now, but you're about a good work. I said I know your family might not get with you right now. But if you know that you know that you know that you're about a good work, tell your neighbor work his will said I know everybody that started with you is not gonna finish with you but I declare before God today 2024 I'm standing on kingdom business I declare before God 2024 I'm standing on what God said. You gotta get ready to work his will. You might have to rebuild. But if you do, stand on his business. You might have to start over. But if you do, stand on his business. You work your will. Now it's time to work his will. Somebody say, I know. He's able, I said, he's able, he's able to do it through me. He's able to see me through it. He's able to do it through me. He's able to see me through it. If he brought me to it, he can see me through it. Snap somebody and tell him you are not a good worker. back and tell them don't come down don't come down don't come down did y'all hear me i'm talking to all my stragglers it's time for you to stop backing up it's time for you to get up and stay up tag somebody and tell them don't come down oh my god I'm talking to the stragglers, that's an old school word. The people that don't know if they're going to be here next week, it's the time to be about a good word. The people that don't know if they're going to tithe on the next paycheck, it's time to be about a good word. The people that are not locked, it's time for you to get locked in. It's time for you to... I said on his word, I said stand on his will. to my seat but that was for the stragglers now let me talk to the prayer warriors oh oh somebody say oh lord oh lord i want to talk to the people that have prayed their way through 2020 2021 that prayed their way out of COVID. I want to talk to the people that was emissating when everybody else was part of you. You had your head down. Talking to the Lord. Come what may, God bring me through this tragedy. I said I want to talk to the intercessors because I got a word for you. After You have done all you can do. The Bible, the Bible. The Bible, the Bible. Put that scripture on the screen, Christopher. Says after you've done all you can do to stand. Am I talking to anybody in this church? I cried and I prayed. I prayed and I cried. My kids didn't get no better. (laughs) I prayed some more and cried some more. I cried some more and I prayed some more. My relationship didn't get no back. I want to talk to somebody that's been through hell when you were serving heaven. I done all. I done all I can do. I forgave my enemies for being my enemy. I turned the other cheek, I fed my neighbors, I clothed people, I visited the sick, I went into prison, I went to the hospital, and it seemed like it's happening for everybody around me. But it's not happening for me. I come to tell you 2024 is your year. 2024 is your time. 2024 is your turn. All you gotta do is
1: I said all you gotta do stay
0: after I said after I said after, I said, after. You've done all you can do to stand. The Word of God says keep on standing. Stand on the Word. Stand on His will. Stand on His promise. And when you get weary, take a nap and get back up and keep standing. I'm going all the way. Work His will. Work his will. Let's read it together. Can you put that back on the
1: screen?
0: Read, therefore. say it's Kingdom Business. It's Kingdom Business. I'm standing on Kingdom Business. Happy New Year everybody.